I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched a Betty Boop cartoon that is called Popeye the Sailor. (laughs) In order to increase the chance of Popeye's success, this short was billed as a Betty Boop cartoon, even though she's only featured briefly. The short's also been released as Betty Boop meets Popeye the Sailor. Ah. So it is technically a Betty Boop cartoon, even though it is also the first Popeye the Sailor cartoon. And I believe rights wise, it is held by the people who own Popeye, not the people who own Betty Boop. Got it. So um, I guess a brief spoiler free or a brief plot synopsis. There's not really spoilers uh, for a Popeye cartoon, at least not this one, um, is Popeye sings a song about himself and then... He and Olive Oil go to a carnival and play some games, one of which is super racist. Uh. Bluto is is there the whole time and really obviously wants Olive Oil. And he like has kind of a competitive thing with Popeye. Um, and then Bluto just straight up decides to steal Olive Oil. So the last like third of the cartoon is, is him running off with her, tying her to train tracks for some reason, just to be really evil, I guess. And Popeye has to go rescue her. That's the cartoon. Yeah. Also, Betty Boop is there. Also, Betty Boop is there at the carnival. Yeah. She uh, is brown now, uh, which it's is actually the not the first time that uh, the Fleshers have done that with her. But I haven't shown you other ones where that's happened. Uh, and she's like doing hula dancing, basically. So, which Popeye joins in on for a little bit. And it's kind of weird seeing Popeye's hips move like that. <laughs> what do we think of this short? <laughs> Yeah, Mom, would you like to elaborate on the face you're making? I have no words. <laughs> I don't have any words. So, Mom, are you, think, are you thinking that, like, going forward, you're going to, like, become just a real big fan of Popeye cartoons? No. 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 Mom didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was fine, aside from the uh, really terrible carnival game that you... Yes, aside from the really racist carnival game that we will talk about. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's a cute cartoon. Um, I am sure that there are a lot better Popeye cartoons, and I feel like not everything about this first go at the concept works. Uh, honestly, I feel like Popeye himself is one of the weakest elements of it. Um... But I, I I also see elements of it that are elements that I understand. I haven't really watched a lot of them are are kind of key to the appeal of the Popeye shorts that I'm looking forward to seeing expanded on. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a, a fun um, short overall. It has one really awful scene that wouldn't you know, whenever it's broadcast on TV, they just clip right on out of there. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I overall, I like it. I enjoyed it. Let's get specific. Let's talk some about the story and characters. There's not much story to be had here, uh, so we could probably focus in more on the characters. Um, What do we think of our our three main Popeye characters? Popeye the Sailor, Bluto, and Olive Oil. The intro scene with Olive Oil was, was pretty funny, though. Yes. She's she's like standing off to the side as the boat comes in with the sailors. Yeah, and so she's waiting for Popeye, but as she's waiting, different sailors approach her uh, and try to come on to her, and she just 
hits them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, uh, I mean... She's not interested. Yes, and I guess there might be an argument to make about <laughs> the, the violence, but... You but know, I thought it was really funny. Uh, yeah, and I think... Um, Fending off unwanted attention takes on a whole new meaning with, with olive oil. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the violence is certainly just gonna be a core aspect of these cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of their appeal. Um, and that's probably why mom's never gonna like them very much. <laughs> um, what do you think of Popeye? I don't know if it was just me, but it was weird because... They he had just almost an expressionless face yeah. the whole time. It was Agreed. just very blase. And, and this is dipping blank. some into animation, but I super agree. Yeah, I think Popeye is one of the weakest things here, and I think it a lot of it has to do with how he's animated and how his face is just unmoving almost the whole time. Um, which is like not a thing that continues. <laughs> Maybe it might for a couple cartoons, I don't know, but I, that's he certainly doesn't have a static face forever and it makes him feel kind of like weird and emotionless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that is why he was so distasteful for me in this. Sorry, back to vibes because <clears throat> I'm just thinking of our Russian uh, one who was the, uh, the guy we disliked so much that saying that was kind I of, I forget his name, but the, but the yeah, blonde guy, yeah, yeah, the blonde guy that we couldn't stand because he was just so vain that expressionless, especially since he was going up there and dancing with Betty Boop and all of that, just made him seem a hundred percent arrogant. Just like I'm just above everyone. I don't almost. personally read that into it, but it's also like because he's giving you nothing, you have to read something into it for there to be like you. It does. It's not giving you anything about how he feels. So I don't think you feeling that way is unreasonable, and it's just like. I don't, I don't imagine that that's their intent, but I don't know because they just, they give you nothing face wise. Yeah. Yeah. I think just because he was doing things in front of everyone or kind of like. Sure. So it just, it was just a, a superior, almost callous, I don't know, vibe. I was. Getting. Yeah. It's not like he look. he seems like a uh, nervous getting on stage or anything. He just kind of gets up there and like dances and like seems to feel no way about yeah. it the whole time. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of Bluto, Popeye's uh, preeminent arch enemy? He's a, a bad guy. He's a yeah. big mean guy. Yeah, poor bird. That that was the oh. saddest thing when he blew all the feathers off of that beautiful peacock. I, I guess the thing I'll say about Bluto is it feels good watching him get beat up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, good. Beat this bad man up. Because, I mean, in one sense, he didn't discriminate as far as who he was awful to because he was just awful to everyone. Sure. Weirdly, I think the, I would say irony, for lack of a better word, that I found with this character is for someone who was such a bully and just basically almost like bulldozing his his way through life, why was he such a tag-along? <laughs> <laughs> I think... One of the, I, I'm glad you said that because one of the aspects of him that does appeal to me as an antagonist that I feel is evident in this short is a kind of patheticness mm -hmm. at not being able to to match this guy that he's clearly jealous of, mm -hmm. both in terms of strength and also in terms of the girl that, that Popeye's got, you know? He clearly envies those things 
and that's really pathetic of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he doesn't read as, like, just, like, you know, how sometimes Pete's a guy who just comes in and he's like, oh, I've decided to steal a girl because I'm a bad, I'm bad guy Pete, you know? But here it's like, no, he comes down and he flirts with this girl and she rejects him and then goes with Popeye and then he's like, what's this Popeye guy got that I don't got? So he follows him, tries to prove that he's stronger, fails utterly at that, and then is just like, okay, well, I guess I'll just kidnap her. (laughs) And it's like, that's a really pathetic man there, you know? Yeah, because Pete has his own agenda, whereas this guy seemed to not have his own agenda. Yeah. Other than, yeah, again, I, I think it's just, just, again, like jealousy. Just pathetic, yeah, because yeah. he's just now tagging along, following them along, trying to, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, three's a crowd, dude. <laughs> Get the memo. <laughs> I mean, he tries to make it too, and he fails. Yeah. Also, he tries to train tracks for some inexplicable reason. Well, that does not seem to align with his goals very well. That but. is, in fact, when I used to, when I was in a play years ago, like when I was in in junior high, high school, yeah. um, called the Saga of Sagebrush Sal, the old, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, I know it's yeah. a, I know it's a huge yeah, trope. It's is, just is, is this the evil, you know, the evil person with this big twirling. mustache twirling? Always ties the damsel to the train tracks. So, Not yeah. usually using the train tracks themselves. Yeah, it's usually but like, ropes. <laughs> it's usually ropes. Yeah, it's just, it seems inexplicable because it's like, aren't you stealing her because she want her? Yeah. Weird. Well, because he even said, he actually, he said the words. I heard him say, I want you to marry me or you're going to marry me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you're going to murder her? So I, I, honestly, I the way that I you. rationalize it is that he's very stupid and has not thought this through and about the fact that a train will come and kill her yeah. if he, if he <laughs> leaves he's just, her here. He's like, Popeye's going to come after me. I've got to tie her up so she can't leave. Yes. Here's these train the tracks safest, that I can do that with. The safest place I can think of. Because he is really strong. He's <laughs> He's just not nearly as strong as Popeye because Popeye is is Goku, you know? Yeah, that, that's the one thing that I was going to say is it is uh, interesting that usually the dynamic is with uh, Pete and Mickey as the underdog. Yes. But Popeye's not an underdog. Like, he's... It's, uh, not in this, at least. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see how he's depicted later because I feel like... Later, they lean into, like, him really needing to pull out that spinach at the, like, the clutch moment or else he would have lost kind of thing. Whereas in this one, it feels like he's just laying there and he's like, yeah, he's like, bored. He's like this is, this is boring. I'm going to eat yeah. spinach to end this. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they, like, ramp up to the spinach eating moment a lot harder in later ones. And I'm yes. wondering if that they also therefore lean more into him being a scrappy underdog until he gets his superpower spinach, you know? I, I don't know. I always though wish they could have retained some of what this was because it was, that to me was the funniest <laughs> thing. It's just like, again, um, I want to say Bluto. Pete, Bluto was literally jumping up yeah. and down on top of him and he's and just, just like, they're there. like so bored, <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, are you done? You know, just Basically. like, yeah. Yeah, I wish they could have it would keep some of that because it's so funny. Uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'm going to be watching a lot of Popeye cartoons as time goes on. So what did we think of the voice acting for these characters as it was? Uh, olive oils was a, not what yeah. I It doesn't feel like olive oil. Yeah, I, I don't remember it like that. She's currently voiced by Bonnie Poe, who also voiced Betty Boop in this cartoon. Oh, well, the difference in them, I think, sounded fine. Yeah, because I think a lot of the Betty Boop ones we've seen before, it's been like Margie Hines voicing Betty Boop. So I, I think Bonnie does a good job sounding like what Betty Boop needs to sound like, but it seems like they don't 
know what olive oil's supposed to sound like yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Popeye sounded like Popeye to me. Same. Yeah. So it sounded like they got him. And Bluto seems like whatever Bluto, like he's just supposed to be a big mean man. So Yeah, he sounded a bit more mumbly to me. I think the mumbles is a big thing for Popeye. I, I think that they mumble a oh, lot. Sure. I feel like Olive Oil speaks more clearly a lot of the time, but Popeye and Bluto mumble a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm in agreement with you all and I but I, I did I was not a fan of Olive Oil's voice. It just didn't didn't fit for me. Yeah, it didn't it didn't feel like it had any clear direction, I guess. Like Betty clearly has a very well established voice at this point, and Popeye like that's that's a clear direction for something Bluto's just doing the classic really deep voiced evil dude, but like olive oil just kind of sounds like Generic. not anything. Yeah, yeah, which is that's not that's not what olive oil should sound like. Um, what did you all think about the animation? It bothered me um, in some respects because it went back to me to that kind of jumpy, um, non fluid, just all over the place kind of. Uh, and repetition. So uh, some of the repetition, like I said, was kind of funny, like in the carnival scene, but it was still repetitious. It was just, you know, the same groups and movements again and again. But I especially didn't like, uh, I think it was maybe the very opening scene, but how Popeye and um, the others were just kind of like shifting around weirdly. I don't know, just almost kind of like jumping, almost, you know, uh, jittering. Uh, jittering. Yeah. That, that kind of, yeah, shaky. I don't. I didn't. Not a fan. I did. I didn't like it. One thing uh, is how how Popeye moved. Like the choices for him were interesting, and I, I'm just wondering what they're trying to say. In to terms make him of- feel like a robot at one point. Yeah, it's so yeah. Weird. How he, I think, was running after uh, Bluto whenever he took. Mm. Uh, olive oil. I yeah. think his run was weird. Like it really weird. Both arms moved in sync rather than alternating movement. Yeah, yeah, it was odd. Yeah, yeah. Like it feels like they're going for something, but you're like, why are you going for that though? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I think overall the animation on Popeye in particular is really kind of stiff and weird. In which is like especially brought to the fore by the fact that his face is so impassive constantly. Um, yeah, he feels weird. Bluto and, and Olive Oil seem fine. She's a noodly armed girl. I enjoy watching her punch and kick people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Popeye just kind of, he, he feels off in a lot of ways right now. Um, I thought the, the scene of him and Betty Boop dancing, the rotoscope was obvious and weird. It's weird to see Popeye's hips move like that. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and just especially the fact that his head and his face just don't move also during that is weird. Like, I can kind of accept it better with Betty, but with Popeye, it's like, what is, what's happening here? <laughs> uh, very odd choice. But... I, there's, there's definitely gags in here that I enjoy, like aforementioned Olive Oil punching the guys away when they try to hit on her. Um, I like, uh, Popeye just bringing the mountain closer to him, uh, yes, at one point yes, when he yes. like, there's like a big gap, then instead of jumping over it or anything, he throws a rope, lassos a stump, and then just pulls the, the other side of land closer to him. Um, and then I like some of the, the, fluidity and, and stuff of the fighting with him and Bluto at the end, uh, which I think 
animation-wise, the strongest moments for me was just the end stuff. When mm-hmm. he punches the tree that Bluto has, and it falls in the shape of a coffin, Bluto falls in, and then all yes. the nails fall in. Yes. That's brutal. That's yes. great. And then when he punches that train, that looks good. <laughs> he punches the train and just kind of, like, folds in on itself and then, like, collapses out. And, like, it's a real visceral, like, good feeling. He, ki- he killed a lot of people, probably. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> it, it felt... His punch of that train was, like, a good climactic moment to end on in terms of just, like, that was a good p- bit of animation. Um, and then he sings at the camera a little bit or something, his, his theme song. I like some of the fluidity I see in the fighting, and I think that them having really fluid, over-the-top fight stuff is kind of from my understanding, the direction that this series is headed. And I'm really looking forward to them going all out because there was some fun stuff here, but it feels very in its infancy, you know? Yeah, a lot of funny gags. Even at, from the beginning, there was there was a continuing theme where, you know, things that Popeye would walk past, he would punch them, you know, hit them, and then they would break into... Uh, perfectly shaped um and whatever miniatures or derivations so like at one point he punched a pole and i think it went into like old tiny clothespins yeah. yeah and then even for example the the end scene that um danica's referring to where pluto sorry Bluto? Bluto. Bluto uh, ends up in the coffin that was a tree. And when he punched the tree again, it turned into planks of wood, which made a coffin and all of that. I don't know where the nails came from, though. But anyway, maybe, knows, maybe they were wooden now. But their, knows, their inclusion but yeah. was very good. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah. And then the other, of course, gag is when they were at, at the carnival and Popeye, when he came up to hit the strongman thing where you hit the hammer and it, and it, mm-hmm. and it, makes a, a thing go a up gag. and ding the ding the bell his went all the way up to the well, moon well first off bluto uses the the hammer to do it but then he hands the hammer to popeye and popeye just like grounds it into fine dust oh, yes. as a way of being like no nah, i'm not using this and then he just punches yes the thing punches it with his own hand and then it goes and it and it apparently reaches to the moon because it gives the moon the a black eye was oh was it a, the sun well, oh yeah duh. it's daytime okay yeah <laughs> i don't know why i was thinking it was the moon um but yes it, it gave the yeah <laughs> further away right <laughs> gave the sun a black eye yeah uh so yeah just a lot of good gags though i, yeah. I did enjoy the gags yeah so from from the intro it was uh the the mast or whatever into clothespins there was a big clock that he punched into smaller clocks. There was a, a wall-mounted fish that he turned into canned... The sardines. Sardines. Yeah. There was at least one more. I forget what it was. But I love how they became perfect miniatures. Yeah. It was an anchor into fishing hooks. That's oh, right. that's right. That's yes. right. And yeah, no, you mentioned you make a business. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great you, business. You could give him like a, a messed up boat and he could just punch it into... Uh, smaller whatevers and sell the uh, salvaged bits for money. He yeah. could be really, uh, it could be a really lucrative business. Yes. <laughs> no longer Popeye the sailor, but Popeye the businessman. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Anything else with animation? Other than the designs, very interesting. Um, I, I've never been a huge, it is funny though. I've never been a huge fan as far as, 
aesthetic, you know, how Popeye looks. But it is a very interesting design and very distinctive design. The same with olive oil and, again, her, you know, um, what do you call it? Noodly um, arms and legs. And then, again, um, Bluto. So very... Very distinct characters. And and it's worth noting, um, since I haven't so far, that, yeah, Popeye is based on a newspaper comic. Mm. So this is, like, at the very beginning of the cartoon, they show, like, newspapers coming uh, sp- being spit out, and then they have a big picture of Popeye, and it's like, oh, uh, he makes his uh, movie debut or whatever, because... You know, these were considered little movies, basically, um, that would play before the actual movies. But uh, but yeah, this is his first time in animation. So all these designs are adapted from designs that were drawn on a page. Mm. And it's interesting, like, that they're not, they don't seem willing to mess with his face yet, <laughs> even though they really should. <laughs> and I'm wondering if he does, if he did at that point have more of a static face in the comics a lot of the time. And that was part of why? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's talk some about the uh, sound design and music and stuff. This short introduces the song I'm Popeye the Sailor Man, written by Sammy Lerner, loosely based on the first two lines of the Pirate King song in Gilbert and Sullivan's operetta, The Pirates of Penzance. Uh, It would eventually become Popeye's theme song. Uh, Barnacle Bill, a song that appeared in a previous Betty Boot cartoon that I did not show y'all, but that I personally have watched, is used as the recurring theme for Bluto. So whenever Hmm. it kind of has that low, um, like I think it's like a tuba or something playing, when it would show Bluto, that's a particular song that they're playing every time mm. to represent him. That's cool. Yeah. You guys have anything else about sound or um, music? Popeye the Sailor, classic song. It yeah. is a classic song. Yeah, like it works. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess, kind of stands the test of time in that way. Yeah. Even with that, with the toot toot, whatever, you know, of it. Toot toot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Not so. Well. There's some. Is there's some at the carnival in particular? So I guess let's get out of the way the 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 complaint that can probably be levied at like a vast number of Popeye cartoons that will come out. Uh, a lot of times they're very much based around a damsel being being stolen by a man and then a man has to save her that's just kind of like what a lot of these are going to probably be (laughs) um i'm sure i know that they do a lot of other things too but like that's going to be kind of a staple of this um and that's if you're not into that that's understandable uh but that is the popeye cartoon territory i think olive oil is a very fun one of these damsels because she's like such a feisty little weird thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's an aspect of this. Yeah. I think it's interesting. You know, like, what are you saying when it's like, okay, yeah, she'll take care of herself until she can't, I guess. Yeah. It's like, she can take care of these small guys, but this big tough guy, you got to get another big tough guy. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, like with taking care of is, you know, with violence. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, you know, the the way that she is just objectified just by everyone. I mean, all the males, uh, well, the Popeye just seems to have just, it's like, you're my girlfriend. Come on with me. <laughs> I feel like face. we'll see eventually but, yeah. see a slightly more caring Popeye in that yeah, regard. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he definitely yeah. seems like... If he could uh, show expression, he would like her. Like he would, he's yeah. he's a girlfriend guy. He's like, yeah. I love my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. He, he feels like that. I could be wrong. I love, I love my sweetie. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. 
Yeah, I one of the things that amuses me about olive oil is that for decades she's going to look basically like this and yet she is the object of lust for so many I men know, in this universe I know. and I love I love that for her. She's a weird noodly stick uh that does not have like a, a traditionally beautiful face or anything in or terms of how cartoon characters anything. are drawn uh but like all these men want her and honestly get it girl <laughs> she's not even wearing which i love too is again her clothes are not revealing oh no she's got a long skirt and stuff. And, and yeah. stuff yeah um and they all want her <laughs> so drilling down a little bit uh because we're just going to kind of keep going until we get to the worst of it um betty boop is brown in this one first because she's like uh maybe hawaiian dancer it's I, I don't even remember if any of the signs say specifically where she's supposed to be from or anything oh, that's a good question but she's doing a kind of hula dance sort of thing um she her body's like rotoscoped a lot of the time she's on screen to to do the her dance or whatever uh so she's basically just there to be sexy and, and does and does pretty much nothing else yeah. um and you know, that's weird and that's uncomfortable that it's like, yeah, she is exoticized. It's like, let's make her brown to make her exotic and even sexier or something. I don't know. Because for her to be at a carnival. Um, right. And she's placed by other posters talking about like, you know. Like a bearded lady. Yeah. For instance. Fatima, uh, the fat lady or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just she's a sideshow here. Yes. Uh, and on that note, there's a bearded lady in here. They don't really do anything super obnoxious with that, though. Popeye just, like, grabs her beard and uses it as, like, a hula skirt for some reason. Yeah. And that's the extent of that. <laughs> um, so then, let's drill a little further in here. They're at a carnival, and they play some carnival games. And one of the carnival games they play is a carnival game I didn't know existed until I watched this cartoon and had to look up what that's about. Uh, it's a game called African Dodger, and it involves a uh, black person, uh, probably mostly men, uh, putting their head in a hole so that white people can try to throw a baseball at their face. Um, and Popeye and, and that hurt too. Uh huh. And, and Popeye and and Popeye and Bluto play that game. Um, and. Um, and Popeye's great at Popeye's it. Popeye's real good at it. It seems like the guy is even moving his face to hit the balls frankly it's weird and it's gross uh. and it's nasty and it's wonderful to know that that's an actual game that white people played at carnivals back in the day um, what did you google and and how is your oh i was on the wikipedia page for uh, okay. this cartoon and it mentioned the name of that game and i clicked that the game also has some other names. Uh, you don't need to say it. <laughs> I won't, but it has some other names that are worse than the name I already said. Um, it's awful. Yeah. And that's in here, and it's also, like, not a scene that contributes much of anything to the plot, so it's excised from any TV viewings of this cartoon, and yeah, that's the better way to watch it, because it doesn't enhance anything, it just makes it worse. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it sounds like we're laughing, but I think it's just because we're so incredulous. Yeah, it's horrific. It's just, it's it's like, just what horrific. So, you know, it's like we're either going to cry or we're, we're going to laugh. We're laughing as coping think, mechanisms. Yes, yes, yes. Because, again, you know, I... I and a baseball. I mean, uh -huh. I mean, beanbags, that would be uh, insulting. I think baseballs. Enough, but baseball, that's 
horrible. I like, could be. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't read the, that Wikipedia page very that. long, but like they're throwing balls at men's faces. Yeah, I hope yeah. They're not baseballs though, or whatever. Because yeah. that's just terrible. They're still bad. terrible. Yeah. The legacy of racism in our country is endlessly horrific. Um, let's move on. <laughs> let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. Uh, our least favorite scene is the one that we just carnival, talked about. Yes, yeah, carnival scene. Uh, yeah. What was your favorite scene in here? I think for me, it's definitely going to be, and uh, now I'm trying to decide which one, but some of the the gags with Popeye, uh, I, I think just... At the beginning? Yeah, but I think almost one of my favorite is him, because it was just so unexpected, um, him uh, moving the mountain closer to him. Where oh, he yeah. just lassoed. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, lassoed. Because even that whole thing, you know, with the, the bridge going away, and then him lassoing, and yeah, thinking he's going to swing over or something, but no, just pulls it closer. I'm torn between the, like, the, the beginning part with uh, the gags of him, you know, punching things mm-hmm. into smaller things. Or maybe when he was fighting Bluto, and fighting is where he was uh, just laying down bored (laughs) while Bluto was fighting, I guess. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think which one made me laugh more. I guess I'll go with the one with the the one at the end with uh, their them fighting, but but Popeye being ultimately kind of bored with it before he, you know, takes his spinach and punches him away. I'm going to say right after that, um, I like how Bluto's defeated and how Popeye punches a train. Mm. Just that that little chunk there. Um, Bluto falling into a coffin and getting nailed in is great. And then Popeye punching and just obliterating that train is also fantastic to watch. Those are my favorites. And by the way, I don't know if we said, you know, I found it funny as strong as he is is olive oil is tied up with train tracks and he doesn't seem to try to unravel the train tracks instead he tries to kind of like pull, her, just out. pull her out yeah, yeah. pull her out the, and, and sees that and that then it's like oh it's too late yeah. so now i just got to punch the train yeah yeah <laughs> no one ever said popeye was like a smart guy no, no. <laughs> <laughs> who is your least favorite character in here for me it's popeye and it's just because even with Popeye, his good punches? even with his good punches, <laughs> I just feel like there's something kind of weird and uncanny about him. He's not hitting the kind of lovable Popeye that I'm vaguely aware of uh, from from having seen bits and of cartoons and, and oh, stuff. Oh, he like, starts, he ends, uh, sorry, I'm thinking of in further when he ends with... <laughs> Stop doing that sound. <laughs> hate that. Never try to do that again. That was very in your It was so in your throat. In your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Hated that. I hope that was like... Captured well enough. I pictured it in my mind, but it didn't come no, out. No, it didn't, didn't quite try translate. Try it again. Try it again. <laughs> no, no, do not try it again. It's almost like a chuckle. Yeah, I would just like, describe it like, yeah, 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 like, like, kirk, kirk, kirk. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, Popeye. Danica, you try it. No, I'm good. Are you gonna try it if I do? Isn't like a hip. That's in a little more evil wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Popeye was my least favorite in here. He's just kind of rough and he feels weird and not like the Popeye that, like, I want to be seeing yet. Uh, He needs some work. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with the Popeye because, again, him just being so emotionless just really bothered me. It was, yeah. I'm gonna say Bluto because I like Popeye. 
<laughs> I I like the hero and I hate the bad guy. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Who is your favorite character? Though I liked Olive Oil. Olive the Oil. Olive Oil. Olive Oil. Olive Oil. Really Even though I didn't like her voice, I, I liked her. She really actions. doesn't get to do that much, unfortunately, but her introduction is so good. <laughs> it's so I'm just good. Like, I'm just like kicking and punching these men away. Just like, get out of here. <laughs> she's like uh, uh, asking for a guy. Or she's like, hey, Popeye or whatever. They're yeah. like, who you waiting for? And she's like, get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> looking looking forward to more of that from you olive oil please keep it up <laughs> let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it this one's a little tough to recommend in terms of the i don't know the the horrible racism yeah it's yeah, got yeah. that scene that's just real bad that kind of like is hard to get past yeah but i mean yeah i mean it is the short's fault but also reflective of just the time yep uh, yeah but it's also the first Popeye short as well so there's like a historical importance as well that kind of plays into it so I guess but from another point you could view it as this isn't the first Popeye the series cartoon though I suppose but this is his first like... it is the first animated Popeye cartoon yes <laughs> yeah so I guess there's a like kind of a recommendation for like students and like uh those wanting to like look into older animation rather than a recommendation for kids and family and yeah stuff. like people wanting to see where pop culture icons begin you know like there was the first betty boop short that we saw and that's what a wild start for her as a bit character who looks more like a dog and a not great cartoon yeah and this is the Popeye, who is also a huge historical, uh, a huge pop culture figure. Um, and this is where he starts in animation, which is arguably, animation is arguably the thing he's most known for at this point. Yeah. Despite starting in comics. Um, yeah. But also, it seems like where you would see this, you've said, and it makes sense, they would cut out the scene anyway. And so maybe, you know, it goes, recommendation goes up if the scene is cut from it. Sure, but you could, you can apply that caveat to a lot of old cartoons. Yeah. Uh, I think here we're trying to rate based on the totality of what we have seen. Yeah. So, um, and we can mention that we would rate higher without a thing, but. So, light recommendation. And uh, as for rating, I think I'll I'll give it a two. Like, it was enjoyable, uh, but there was that, you know, big racist scene and, and a lot of the weaknesses that you guys talked about in terms of uh, Popeye's animation, uh, Olive Oil's voice acting, which wasn't bad. It just wasn't, it didn't feel like her. Like, it feels like that's going to get worked on. Yeah, I'll go with a two, I think. I think I'm going to be within the ballpark, um, the uh, same as you, Valerie. Um, I'm going to have just a slight recommendation only to those for historical value, otherwise, I I think there is too much that is offensive and um and doesn't hold up for me to just give it you know any kind of even a a, a light recommendation. So I just for historical uh, context recommend that. And then I think I'm going to rate it a one point seven five. 
Uh, there was, again, it's not my, it definitely, the animation got more fluid and more enjoyable as it went on. And then a lot of the gags, I feel like, were fluid and enjoyable. But there was just too much of the weird choppy stuff at the beginning. And then, again, I could not stand what they did with Popeye's character and just keeping his face static. So, yeah, 1.75. I think I will also go 1.75. I only recommend this if you're trying to look into the history of Popeye, but I think he'll have much better early cartoons than this one. Um, it, it, I, honestly, what takes it out of the range of the two for me is is just how lifeless Popeye himself is and how weird he feels. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just kind of makes it weird to watch. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't recommend it outside of uh, watching it for historical reasons. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank Thank you. you. Next time, we will probably be watching A Silly Symphony and also one of Walt Disney, the man's greatest personal failures that he (laughs) feels that he uh, was forever upset about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Way to... Build that one up. So join us next time. I'm nervous. Uh, All right. Bye. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 279-0566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. I was just going to ask, like, oh, did you put in, like, hey, Google? No. No. I was on the the page for this Popeye cartoon, and there was a link on the page. Popeye carnival game. (laughs) What? What? Huh? (laughs) Why? Um, Awful. Well, yeah, that... What did you say? (laughs) 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 Which... Je ne sais pas. or whatever. Je ne sais quoi and je vais vivre. Combined. Anyway. Like your smart, smart wife did. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs>